In the next 15 to 30 minutes, you will listen to thoughts and ideas that will influence you to be more, do more, and have more, and to feel much better about life. You will be presented with and reminded of ideas that will help you solve your current problems and move forward towards your dreams. Stay right here. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Be More, Do More and Have More podcast. In this episode, I am particularly delighted to have a friend of mine, someone who I would say for a long time we were not in touch, but I'd been seeing her work on, I mean, well, her updates on Facebook and I made sure that I kept her on my radar and I was so excited when I was able to reach out to her again to be a guest on this podcast. And I'll just quickly introduce her so that those of you listening will know who I'm speaking to. Elizabeth Dole is not only a certified John Maxwell team coach, but also a leadership and accountability coach. She is the founder of Elizabeth Dooley Leadership Development Consults and a co-founder of Civitas Auxilum Foundation, an NGO that is dedicated to helping vulnerable women, particularly victims of violence and terrorism, to rebuild their lives. And through her coaching, she has empowered numerous ambitious women and men, instilling in them not just belief in themselves, but also guiding them to realize their dreams and unlock their full potential. Elizabeth is passionate about fostering productivity and empowering women, and she focuses on facilitating self-awareness and discovery and enabling individuals to confidently own their space and accelerate their personal growth journey. Elizabeth, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you here. Thank you so much. Thanks for the intro too. I appreciate it. So how have you been? In fact, I should say Happy New Year's because I think the last time we actually... Yes. The last time we... <laughs> decade, I guess. Oh, wow. I'm telling you, it's been so long, so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Elizabeth and I worked in an office together many years ago. I think the last time we were in office together was 2011, right? Yeah. Wow. Yes. That is like so much yeah. has happened since then. <laughs> and a decade and, and like years. two years. Wow. It's crazy how yeah. time flies. Really crazy. Long. Crazy how time I'm flies. Again, of course, for good. To start this off, let's hear from you. What have the last 10 years been like in a nutshell? Like since you and I last saw, give me like the large blocks of things that have happened in your life since then. It's actually a long one. I'll try to summarize. Um, yeah. Since I last met 10 years ago, um, I've become a mother. <laughs> Let me start with that because oh, nice. it's exciting for me. Um, I've had to become a social worker other than being a lab scientist. Mm. And um, I've been able to start an NGO. Civitas Auxilium Foundation, nice. which um, helps me to work with women and children here in IDP camps across the north central states in Nigeria. And of course, I've been able to develop my personal growth journey, joining the John Maxwell team, becoming a coach, helping other women and men, you know, to become more like your podcast title, to become more, to see more in themselves as against just wanting to stay back or being laid back and thinking that is all they can be. So I think my journey in the last 10 years has not been about me alone, but pretty much about me, others, family, you know, career. And I would say it's been a 360 degree journey and mm. I'm happy all the way. Well, that, that's amazing. You know, the first time I saw something on your Facebook profile, I think that had to do with John Maxwell and leadership and all of that. I was really thrilled, I would say, because I am very passionate about maximizing potential. I'm a believer that anybody can be anything they want to be, if only they believe and determine to be. And that 
line of thinking normally pushes you a little bit into what people popularly call the motivational space you know the motivational yeah. like almost like you're a motivational speaker and i never really want to call myself like a motivational speaker or a life coach because it takes a lot for you to put yourself out there like that and when i saw you coming out that way i was actually quite inspired and i've been keeping tabs on you ever since then <laughs> so it's actually a tough space to be because one you have people look up to you exactly. you may not know you know there are things that my siblings will say but that's not what you said you know and i'll be like oh okay you know so you mm. have to be on top of your game because people see you as a model and whether you like it or not they're trying to learn from you mm. you know i once put up a post and someone said was there a mistake in what you wrote you know and i had to oh quickly sorry it was a typo it made me know that oh people may not say anything sometimes mm -hmm. but they actually follow and they want to see you also do what you say I like what you said about the fact that um, when you put yourself out there as someone who encourages others and pushes others to be the best, their best selves, you are automatically saying, look at me here, I'm an example, because you have to practice what you preach. Like, so I, I, I'm smiling here because about a month ago, I decided to just fully embrace this thing, you know, as, as my life's mission, like to encourage people, because I'd been just doing it in and out, like one leg in, one leg out. Anytime I put out content that has to do with pushing people, I just do it out of passion. I decided to embrace it fully. And, you know, I even changed the name of my YouTube channel to the same name as this podcast and all of that. But I realized that you have to live what you speak about. So sometimes I find, sometimes I have to catch myself, like when I'm feeling grumpy and, or maybe I'm not feeling motivated, I tell myself, look, you just put out a podcast now about, <laughs> about this. And so you need to leave it up, you know, you need to leave it up. So it's, it's really good. So the, the topic we're looking at today is something that I think you must have thought about and maybe spoken to people about in the course of your, your work and your coaching. And something that I have also um, spoken about, I've made videos about it on my YouTube channel, and it's something that is very, very relevant today, and that is time management. In particular, trying to look at how time management affects our level of productivity, not just in the short term, but even in the long term. What would you like to say as a start off about the topic itself, time management? Okay, maybe I'll start with um, the quote that actually reconnected us again. If we cannot manage our time, actually we cannot manage anything else. But then again, I would add that sometimes I'm caught in between, am I actually managing my time or am I managing myself? Because mm. time is static, you know, so I have to fit into that time. So sometimes I go the route of self-management to fit into the time I have available. So basically, time management for me is how do I become more organized, plan better to fit into the available time that I have, which is 24 hours, mm -hmm. which some people use as though they have 48 hours in a day. You know, so I feel and I know time management is how do I consciously control the time I spend on specific or particular tasks such that at the end of the day, I still... I'm able to, you know, be effective, be efficient, which of course means that I'm productive and I'm able to get a lot of things done mm. as against just waking up in the morning and not having anything in mind for the day. So that's for me is time management. Yeah, that frame that you put it in, the fact that if you look at it very deeply, it's not really about managing time because time ticks whether you are doing anything or not, right? That's more or less a constant. It's more about managing yourself to 
fit into the available time. I like that particular frame of putting it because I was reading something about time management some minutes ago while I was preparing for this um, particular episode and self-management kept popping into my head, you know, so it's interesting that you brought it up because at the end of the day, most of the techniques and strategies that I would say you would even use to become better at maximizing your time, they're really more about managing yourself. Like for instance, if I say setting goals and prioritizing, that's one of the key strategies for time management, right? But it's really about you. It's really about yourself. So can you share maybe from your own experience, what do you think are some of the best practices or approaches for someone? Let's say someone is out there, the person wakes up in the morning and by the end of the day, the person feels like I've just wasted today. I've not really done anything. I've, I've just felt like, I mean, today has just been unproductive. What would you say to, to such a person? Like, what kind of tips would you give such a person? For anyone who ever gets to feel that way, I think that's the first step in the right direction. Because a lot of people wake up in the morning and they just feel good. They do not care whether they watched um, African Magic the whole day or listened to music the whole day. So if you're beginning to think that, oh, what did I use my time for today? I think that's the first step to personal development. That's the first step to personal growth. So... For someone who feels that way, I'd say that you're on the right track. But then again, how do I now make sure that I do not keep feeling that way? I do not keep feeling guilty and ask ourselves, I had 24 hours, she had 24 hours, she achieved so much more than I have achieved today. So I think the first thing is that if we do not manage ourselves, which we said earlier, would get to be stressed. You know, um, for me, why I started time management practices was because I realized that sometimes I just feel like I'm boxed in, I'm so stressed out. And at the end of the day, I was just like going around the same circle and not getting anything done at the end of the day. So I, I think that was when I became a lot more interested and started reading books. I think Brian Tracy is one of my favorite when it comes to time management yeah. in his book, No More Excuses. Yeah. So you have to decide that you want to be more and you have to decide that you want to become that better person. Like I said, that's the first step. And then the second thing is self-reflection. So if you begin to feel that you are not in control or that, you haven't managed your time well, you need to begin to reflect where exactly do I spend my time daily? So um, for self-reflection, I actually said daily, in fact, hourly, you know, weekly, if you're able to do that kind of reflection, it helps you to know where exactly you're found daily. So for some of us, there are lots of distractions. The world is very noisy as we speak. You you just go from one reel, it takes you from Instagram <laughs> to TikTok, it takes you back to Facebook. And before you know it, you look up again and two hours gone, just like that, you know, so you have to, first of all, know what are your distractions. That's why I said you start with a reflection. Where are my distractions? For some people, it's not even social media. It's on things that are very, very important, but not urgent. For example, if I wake up in the morning, it's important to check up on my parents, but it's not urgent. Before now, I would call my dad first thing in the morning. And before you know, we get to talk and one hour is gone. So I, I had to re-strategize. I had to say, okay, I would rather call him when I'm on break because my parents, my dad, my mom are people I love to connect with every other day. You know, so you need to know where the distractions are. You need to know what those things are that just pop up and can take your time. Who are those friends that could just say, hi, Elizabeth, can we go for lunch? And mm. you forget that you had a goal for the day. So 
By the time you do a self-reflection, it helps you to mark all of those and you begin to say to yourself, okay, these are the things I'll do differently, which we're still going to talk about. So maybe secondly, I'd say also that in order to manage your time well, if you're one who wakes up and thinks that you wasted your day or you wasted your time, perhaps you want to start with what I do in the morning. As soon as I wake up, the first thing I do, of course, after connecting with my creator and all, I try to have a mini planning session with myself five minutes, 10 minutes, thinking through my day. What exactly am I supposed to achieve today? So like I woke up today, I, I knew I had to go to the entire spot of my knees. I had to pick my son. I have to write some lines of my content. So I put all of that, first of all, in my head. And then secondly, maybe on my planner. And that helps me as I go through my day. When there are distractions, I know when someone is stamping on my time. Yeah. And I can say, oh, hey, can I call you back later? Or I'm able to say, I'd watch this TikTok when I'm having lunch. So that I know that that time I'm using on social media or on phone calls are not so productive times. There are times that I've put together to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do at this time. Mm. So yeah. these are some of the things I do, which of course can help anyone who is trying to grow in the space of personal development and become better and do better. Yeah. Because the truth is that if you do not manage your time or manage yourself to fit in the time available, you certainly would not get a lot done. There's no two way about it. Yeah. There's no two way about it really. Let me just tie it back to the first thing you mentioned, which I think is really important. A lot of people go through their day without even realizing or not even being aware of the fact that they probably wasted their time the whole day. Absolutely. You understand? So there's even that, first of all, there's that level of self-awareness. You first have to become self-aware. And usually yeah. it comes from a place of dissatisfaction. You're not happy with what's going on in your life right now. You feel like you need more. You could be more. You could do more. You could have more. You feel like there is more to be had. You also are looking at yourself and saying, what am I doing wrong? Why am I not experiencing a better version of my life? And then you are now coming to the point of saying, maybe one of the problems is that I waste my time. I am not very good with time management. One aspect of it is lateness, not being punctual to things. You have a job interview, you go there late. There's a seminar going on you were supposed to go for and you got distracted. And so you first of all have to come to that realization that, okay, maybe I'm not that effective in terms of managing my time. I, I'm wasting my time a lot. While you were speaking, my mind was saying, your mind will tell you that you're actually wasting your time, especially with social media now. When you get up in the morning and you say, okay, today I'm going to the gym or I'm going to jog. And then you just pull out your phone. This happens to me even till now, <laughs> I will confess. You know, you, you just pick out your phone and then you're on Instagram and you're checking reels. And before you know it, especially now, if you're someone that appreciates comedy, lots of things to laugh about now. So you watch one video, you laugh and laugh. And then you watch the next one, you're laughing and you're smiling, you're feeling happy. And you're telling yourself, oh, this, this must be all right. I'm feeling good. But then you now look up and find that an hour, two hours have gone. You've missed the gym appointment. You've missed the seminar. You've missed the job application deadline all because you were not in yeah. control. And especially in today's world of distractions, let's talk a little bit about distractions. I think that it has gotten so bad. You really have to do some drastic measures to avoid some distractions. I'm talking about some drastic actions like even sometimes switching off your phone if you knew you have to get some work done or switching yeah. off your internet data. Phone sometimes you might you might be feeling like oh okay I need the phone at the same time to get some things done. Sometimes I do not switch it off. I put it on maybe do not disturb in case I'm supposed to use the phone too maybe as a tool. Mm. Sometimes because I turn off notifications so that I do not get to hear the buzz 
because I'm one that once I hear that buzz, I just want to check. So um, distractions can come, of course, from lack of focus. Um, you're not concentrating and all of that. So you have to consciously have to avoid these distractions. Phone calls are very, very common. You know, in Africa, we do not seek permission before we visit people or before we call them. You know, so people may not be physically knocking on your door, but they could just call you and expect you have a conversation. And not all conversations ought to be at that time because everybody has morning, night or whatever time. Mm. So you cannot use your productive time of the day Mm. for things that can wait till later. And that's one of the techniques actually um, that I think Eisenhower um, matrix, whether it is important, whether it is urgent, whether it is not important or not so urgent. And it helps you to either do it yourself delegate or you delete completely you know so there are things that you absolutely have to do yourself and it's important to know those ones and that's why having a to-do list is also another tool very simple tools usually of course time management requires a lot of self-discipline having a to-do list doesn't take anything from you imagine just waking up pick a paper write okay i'm gonna do this it takes nothing but that exercise has a way of, you know, keeping your subconscious mind awake. It just keeps coming to you that I've not done this, I've not done this. Yeah. And of course, ticking off your done activities gives you that sense of pride and fulfillment. And yeah. it's very rewarding. So that's why the to-do list is important. As much as it helps you to manage time, it also helps you to reward yourself to say, okay, I've done this. So that sense of fulfillment comes in. Then for things that you need to delegate, of course, you need to understand that, okay, things are not so important or not so urgent that other people can help you do. So you focus on the important things. You delegate, even delegating to your kids, to your siblings, to whoever, and if it's workplace, your subordinates, you just need to understand what do I need to delegate and for things that need to either wait or not done at all. So when you understand that, that helps a lot. And then one other technique I use is I tell myself that in the next 30 seconds, get this done or in the next this, this, Mm. do this. So it's like a push. I push myself yeah. as though somebody is asking me to do it too, but I am the one asking myself to do it. Mm. And I come very hard on myself and say, you have to do this now. Yeah. You know, So I get to do it. For me, starting is the problem. I hardly want to start any task. Yeah. Once I get into it, yeah. I'm able to continue. So in order to start, you know, I have to push myself to start. Mm. And once I start, the reward yeah. gives me that joy have of you, to get it. Have you heard of Mel Robbins' five-second rule? So if you check her up, what she does is like, she also recognized that one of the major reasons why people procrastinate is they find it hard to start things, right? Um, Just like you, I also find it hard to start. You know, sometimes I have to like really, really seduce myself to start something. Like like I'm telling myself, guy, you can do it, you know? So I'm like trying to force myself to do something, but the methodology she talks about is called like the five second rule, if I'm not mistaken. So the idea is that if you have something to do, let's say you're supposed to get up and do some laundry. As soon as you remember you're supposed to do it, you just start counting down from five, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. And once you get to one, you just stand up. No excuses, no, no rationalizing, no nothing. You just get up and do it. Mm. Yeah. And it works. It really works. 
There's something yeah. that that I want to go back to, which I think is really busy because I really, really believe that one of the most important tools for anybody who wants to start being productive, managing themselves and their time well, is that thing you mentioned about a to-do list. You know, lists, any type of list, whether to-do list, that thing changed my life. When I was in university, um, because it was in university, I first encountered all these self-help and self-development books. And I started really practicing self-development and all that. One of the major tools that I cannot forget really, really helped me to be a more motivated, more focused and more um, results-oriented person was using lists. So I had this small pocket book that I put in my back pocket and every now and then I would write down lists. So it could be a to-do list. It could be like a list of um, ideas or a list of opportunities or a list of reasons to do this or reasons not to do that. I was just so much into lists and in particular to-do lists, you know. So it's really powerful, just like you said, like it works on your subconscious, the act of even writing it down. So every day, imagine you wake up early in the morning or even last thing at night and you say tomorrow, I have these five things on my to-do list. Number one, I need to send all those emails. Number two, I'm going to update my CV. Number three, I'm going to make calls. Um, number four, I'm going to um, clean out the particular area of my house. Number five, once you have that list and you have it right next to you, close to you, you're really miles away from anybody who doesn't have a list. Because in a world full of distractions, you need something to anchor you. And that list is most times going to be that anchor. And, you know, another thing is your list of goals, which is the next thing I would like us to talk about. Like, how important do you think it is to have goals and how do you think having goals helps you to manage your time and yourself more effectively? If you do not have goals, you've got to start it. That's the truth. Because for me, goals are, for everyone who is focused on growth, goals are like, you know, your vehicle that takes you there. They help you to become that person. If you want to be more, do more, have more, you need to have goals. And what are goals, basically? What are those targets? What are those things that I want to achieve and um, become more productive, become maybe better seen, better positioned to either earn, to make impact or to influence my world. Mm. So if you do not have goals, you cannot influence, you cannot make impact and you cannot even earn because most times if you just focus on daily routine of going to work. For example, if you're just a maybe civil servant and you feel that that's the best you can be, if you do not set goals, additional goals, you'd most likely remain where you are. Because like we said earlier, time management is basically becoming more disciplined in order to get more done, in order to get more efficient and effective. That's actually why we need to manage our time. So once you start managing your time, you need to ensure that there is something that helps you to stay motivated, stay inspired. Mm. And that for me is where goal setting comes in. Because your to-do list are smaller pieces of your goals. So you cannot just have a to-do list if usually you not have a bigger chunk of activity to be done. Mm -hmm. For example, I want to lose weight. That's why I'm going to the gym, for example. So my to-do list of going to the gym is helping me to lose weight, yeah. which is the bigger goal. I want to update my CV. Why? Because I perhaps want to improve on my career. So that would be maybe part of my career goal. Whatever you're writing on your to-do list is usually a sub of your goal. For anyone who wants to be more, do more, you know, and have more, you must set goals. You must wake up every day to something. And that's why you need a journal. You need a planner mm -hmm. because you don't set goals on your head. 
if you set goals only in your head, you definitely forget them because we're all human. So whatever you need to achieve, write it down. That act of writing it down is also a technique, is also a skill that helps you move closer. Let me try and paraphrase. So what we're saying now is that if you want to change your life, if you want to improve your life, if you want to be a better version of yourself, if you want to have more, be more, do more, the first thing is that you have to have an idea of who you want to be, right? What is the goal? What is the intended thing you want to achieve? So if losing weight is your goal, maybe you're like 100 kilograms, you want to become 70. That is the goal. And then the little, little steps you will take towards that goal now become part of your to-do list. For instance, going to the gym, exercising, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, you know, reading up about weight loss and weight management, going and buying, you know, low calorie foods. Those will not be on your to-do list. If, for instance, your goal is to earn more money, like, okay, now I'm earning 5,000 naira a month. I want to start earning 30,000 naira a month in the next six months. Then you now think, what do I do next? I need to become more financially literate, read more books on finance, follow people on Instagram that talk about finance. And you know, this whole self-development thing can be really exciting if you embrace that culture of improving yourself because, you know, it transforms everything. I was just talking now about following somebody on Instagram that teaches on financial management. You would find that even the social media that is a distraction can actually become a tool if you are more coordinated and if you are more organized. Hey guys, thank you for listening to part one of this episode on time management with Elizabeth. Part two will be coming your way very soon. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the Be More, Do More and Have More podcast and YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe, follow and engage with the posts by dropping your comments, letting me know what you think about the episodes and about the videos on YouTube. As I always like to say, always remember that you can be more, you can do more, you can have more because you deserve it. Have a great day, everyone. See you soon.